Lately, we have been introducing you to all the amazing products Ascent Nutrition has to offer. This week, I'm very excited to tell you about their full-spectrum hemp oil. Ascent Nutrition's full-spectrum hemp oil utilizes superior plant genetics and an organic proprietary blend of natural ingredients. Their hemp oil contains not only an abundance of CBD, but 119 other phytocannabinoids found within the spectrum of the hemp plant. According to the National Center of Biotechnology Information, this strain is the gold standard in hemp genome sequencing. Ascent also uses a unique method that ensures infusion of significantly more phytocannabinoids and CBD than all other competitors they tested against, including most of the leading CBD companies. I challenge everyone in the audience that uses CBD, as well as those of you who may have tried other CBD options and didn't get any results, to try Ascent Nutrition's full-spectrum hemp oil, which is guaranteed to be much stronger and contains more phytonutrients than any others on the market. Just click the link in the description or visit GoAscentNutrition.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your entire purchase. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guest is Charlie Robinson. First, a couple of announcements. If you have a business and you want to advertise with us, email me, forbiddenknowledgenews at gmail.com. We have unbeatable pricing packages, and we reach a huge audience. Our website is forbiddenknowledge.news. It's the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You're going to find some of your favorite podcasts from our community, like Ancient Gift, Raised by Giants, Inception, Day Zero, Going Down the Rabbit Hole, and more. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, all podcast platforms. Check us out on Rockfin. This is where you get all our premium content and all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin for only $10 a month. And there's over 400 creators from our community there. You just go to rockfin.com slash FKN plus to sign up or click the link in the description. You can also get a free account and get access to tons of free content, including all our regular shows. Today I want to welcome back to the show Charlie Robinson. He is an author, researcher, and host of Macroaggressions and co-host of Day Zero. Charlie, welcome back. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? 
I'm excellent, man. Thanks for coming on on short notice again. Always awesome to talk with you. And we've got some shit to discuss tonight. As usual, I mean, it's always crazy town. Uh, it seems, though, that the pendulum swing towards the extreme right has begun. We got, let's see, uh, Roe versus Wade overturn. Q's coming back for some reason. I'm sure Uncle Trump is coming as well. Uh, so I thought, I believe uh, what we thought was crazy town the past couple of years is going to become super ridiculous crazy town. Now I hate both sides. I'm like a middle path kind of guy, but both sides have their points at times and both sides are ridiculously, extremely crazy at times. Now, I also want to say that I don't get involved with decisions about anyone else's body and neither should the government across the board, whether it's vaccines or abortions. And uh, that should either that should be either up to that individual person. It's about sovereignty, which even the small illusion we once had, it seems, is fading quickly. Now, I want to get your thoughts on some of the events of late. And do you see that this kind of is like a pendulum swinging back to the way crazy, right? Well, personally, I'm holding out for JFK Jr. to come back. <laughs> There you go. Then I'll know that the insanity is really fully here. Yes, I heard Q is coming back too. Q2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Can't wait. Fuck yeah, man. It's going to be so stupid. I can't is even he on 8chan, 10chan? I don't know. He's one of those chans again. <laughs> A million D chan. It's the biggest chan out there. <laughs> it's so stupid. We, I like to borrow the term from the great Steve Poikinen from Slow News Day. We live in a fucking cartoon because every day there's something more ridiculous than the next. And, and um, yeah, look, I, I think that. I think that, uh, you know, I'd never been, I'm, I'm, I'm exactly where you are. I'm not on the right team. I'm not on the left team. I always thought I was in the middle, <clears throat> but the middle has changed so much where the, I should say the loony left has gone so far to the left that by comparison, it appears that we're standing on the right side of yeah, like on the right, conservative right. side of things but really we're just standing in the middle they just have gone we so just want to do whatever the fuck we want to do with our lives and be left alone i mean is that a problem yes apparently it is but i want them to do whatever the fuck they want to do with their lives too they can't right, even exactly. respect they can't even understand that it's i'm not just saying yeah. this is a one-sided deal this is the how about this you don't tell me what to do with my body and I don't tell you what to do with your body. And then we're even. And then if you want to go put 19 face piercings in and look like a retard, that's on you. That's fine. But I'm not going to prevent you from doing that. I don't want to prevent you from doing it. It's not my place to. What if one day I decide that I want to get 19 piercings and then I've prevented people from doing it? Like, I want to keep as many options open for as many people to do the things that they want within reason, of course. And, and, and I think that the within reason... You have to say when dealing with the loony left or else it'll be story time, tranny story time for four-year-olds and, 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 and um, baby has two mommies books being read to them, you know, by, by their preschool teacher and everything. So you, you, you have to sort of put, you have to remind these people that there are limits to their behavior, but like, I don't want the government telling me what to do. Uh, and I, and I don't want to come in and say, this is, you know, you can't do that. But, but again, I feel like I have to, I, I don't want to say you can't do that, 
But, but then you start trying to sexualize kids younger and younger and younger. And then I find myself coming out and saying, well, hang on a second. You can't do that. And I don't think I'm being unreasonable for having you know this opinion. I think a lot of people are. So they, they have tried. They have tried to normalize insanity in this country. And it works for a certain percentage of the people. But those all the people on the right and all the people in the I just want to be left alone camp they're done with it. Like they're tired of this shit. And, and it is going to end badly for the lunatics. And, uh, and of course you and I will be here commentating from the bleachers, just watching all the insanity, uh, you know, unfold and, and calling it out for, for what it is. Now, what do you think the real agenda is here? Uh, these people, obviously don't care about killing babies. I mean, they kill babies across the globe every day, uh, you know, hours out of the day. So that's, uh, that's not the real issue. Um, I think division is probably the real issue, getting people as far uh, apart from being together and hating each, other, hating each other as much as possible, really. Um, and just so we have no sense of kind of togetherness, uh, us versus them attitude, it's just us versus us. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think some of the reasons behind this, uh, this new kind of, and it just came out of why now, you know? Well, there's a, there's a plan to install cultural Marxism in America as, as a way to split the country. And this has been done in, in, in other countries before color revolutions. George Soros has been involved in that. He's involved in the new color revolution, which is the black revolution, using whatever tool you can here in America to divide the country. Black Lives Matter was one that was heavily financed by them. And this cultural Marxism where they try to sexualize kids younger and younger and try to, you know, have all of the extinction rebellion people out, the people, you know, trying to normalize, you know, men get periods. We have to put tampons in the men's bathroom and all this crazy shit like it's a, it's not accidental. It's not, um, I mean, it seems in, it's, it's definitely insane and it seems like it doesn't make any sense, but it does make sense. If there are a lot of very easily impressionable people out there that will fall for this, that they, they just need, you know, as long as the television tells them what to do, uh, they'll do it and they can be made to feel they could, they can be made to take the side of, Everybody gets periods, even though it's provably false. And it, 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 I mean, it just, it sort of outs you as being a low IQ moron. They still don't have any problem embracing that because they're easily misled, maybe even mind controlled at this point. Their, their brains are softened up. And so we're going to be in this battle against these people for a while. Uh, it won't last long. You know, I mean, it, I mean, the, the, the fighting itself wouldn't ever last long. The complaining will go on forever. They're, they're, they're going to, you know, but, but the left versus the right, you know, they don't want that fight. I mean, they're, they're, they're planning on bringing a, a, a rainbow dildo to a gunfight. You know what I mean? They're going to get like them the fourth right versus the sex cult. I mean, these two different <laughs> extreme factions, you know, like the Seth Babylonian death cult where they get together and like, you know, have weird orgies and do butt stuff. And then the ultra pra praise Jesus cult where you can't do anything except praise Jesus. So like, that's what we're, we're looking at. Do you think those factions are actually split or get together? 
together at the end of the day and like, you know, jerk each other off. I, I think they, I think, I think they secretly want to get together and jerk each other off, <laughs> but they can't do it because they, they, because, um, they, uh, because they'll get, they're in check by their other, their other people. But if you get one of the secret Republican guys, you know, the, the guys that are always like, uh, anti-gay rights and all that stuff. And then they get caught in a, in a, in a motel room, smoking meth with a male prostitute. You know, those <laughs> yeah. guys, those yeah. guys are my favorite because they're just total hypocrites, you know, just gigantic. Can't even hide, you know, what a, what a gigantic, you know, what a monstrous hypocrite they are. And, but they're always the most vocal. And so, and I think the people on the loony left too, they, they're, they're miserable. I mean, it's 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 obvious. The people on the on the hardcore left, the ones that are doing all of the the protesting and the marching and all this stuff, they're not happy people. You can tell, and you can look on their face, and they 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 don't look like they're winning. So, I don't know. I think it's busy work for morons. I think it just keeps people like spinning their wheels and getting nowhere, while the while the real criminals in Washington D.C. steal everything that's not bolted down in this sinking ship that we call America. Let's talk about the, the the reaction from the left. This has been wonderful. This it is always a beautiful thing whenever they they have their feelings heard or they get butt hurt about something. It's so over the top and so crazy, and it's so like strange. Like the 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 people that are on up in arms about this. They can't even have kids anyway. These are the ones that are out in the streets yelling and crying and ripping their clothes off and stuff. It's very odd, and it's a perfect display of the mental state that most of the left has been pushed to. I mean, I remember I used to be on the left because it seemed like the most reasonable side to be on. And that quickly just kind of changed. And I backed out of everything, of course, but it's like, it's so weird to see the mental state of people that are on that side and engaged with it. It's a mental disorder, I believe. Yeah. And I, I, it'd be great to just have them like a one-on-one -on -one interview and say, I just want you to verbalize the things that you think. You think we should be allowed to murder babies even after they come out of the womb and, and get them on the record saying yes. And then, and then also get them on the record saying, now you're a lesbian, right? You're not having babies. Why, why is this your hill to die on? Or you're a gay man or you're a transgender. Why is the Roe versus Wade thing? Why does it even matter at all to you because you can't have kids. You're in a situation, a, a sexual relationship that, that doesn't have the, to worry about producing kids. Yet you're, you're unusually passionate about this, this one component. Are you being, do you really care? Is it really about kids? Is it just about winning the argument? Or are you just such a low IQ moron that you can be easily whipped up into a frenzy by Joy Reid on MSNBC when she tells you, you know, that this is how you need to think? Have you, have you outsourced your critical thinking to the, to the media to the point where you don't even know how to think anymore? Because that's what I think has happened. I don't think, I, I don't believe that these people actually have given their arguments much thought because their arguments are very flimsy. And, and again, a lot of the arguing, like you said, is being done by the people that have no proverbial dog in this fight. They're not going to be having kids. They, they, it doesn't, shouldn't matter to them theoretically. Oh, but it does. It matters to them a lot. So why is that? Is it because they don't be, is it because they're NPCs? 
and and they just they put the chip in the brain and the brain the chip says ukraine we stand with ukraine we stand with black lives matter take the shot all this stuff and this is just the new chip that's being put in the brain maybe because i think there's a lot of people that haven't given any of this any thought i mean the argument in an, just just the 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 core argument that the left is making is is ridiculous because their argument is you have now banned abortion and it's like who who said they banned abortion yeah right did exactly. you like that's what you're mad about did you read do you know anything do you know anything have you do you, you know, know what they wrote? federally banned weed but i'm still smoking it on a state level you know so right. i don't think you'd have to worry about any of that really it's not that they banned abortion they just moved it from the federal level to the state level which frankly yeah. everything should be on the state level anyway well we should get rid of the governments but that's a different story but if you are going to have the current system that we have less control for the federal government more control for the states so don't worry you can go get 40 abortions all day long in yeah. this in more than likely in the blue states in which you're living in it exposes your lack of education and understanding of even the most simple concepts here that 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 if you had done if you had read one paragraph or invested 30 seconds in researching your position you would find that your position it, it, there is no position there you're not even mad about something that's real they're not banning abortion you're mad about that you're so mad you want to burn down a starbucks except that you're fucking wrong you're just wrong. And you're so stupid that you don't even know that you're wrong. And you're so arrogant that you haven't even bothered to check to see if you might be wrong. The answer is you're wrong. You've got it totally fucking wrong. And it's so easy. You don't have to dig into the library of Alexandria or the fucking Vatican catacombs to find the information that you're seeking. All you have to do is read the first paragraph of the article that you're so mad about. And it would say abortion hasn't been banned. It's just been moved from the federal to the state level. And that's it. And then so you can still get your abortions. Now, what are you mad about? Like, tell me, what are you mad about? What are you mad about? They don't have an answer because they haven't thought it through. And so, look, I'm, I'm not involved in the pro-abortion, anti-abortion debate. It's, I, it's not... But what I am interested in is I am interested in the thought process or lack thereof of the people on the left that get so crazy and worked up when they haven't even examined any of the facts to see whether or not this is something that they need to be mad about. And listen, if they've examined the facts and it's something that you honestly need to be mad about, then go for it. But, but this is not one of those things. This is, this is, a, this, you know what this reminds me of, Chris? This reminds me of the people that were all bent out of shape that Kyle Rittenhouse had murdered three black men at, at a BLM rally. That's what it reminds me of. Because even the smallest amount of examination of that story would have revealed that Kyle Rittenhouse shot three white guys. And it wasn't that they were just at some BLM rally. They were trying to murder him. And he shot them. And it changes the entire story when you know that. But they don't want you to know that. The media, is, and I blame the media as much as anyone, but these retards on the left need to take some responsibility for their own education on this. Because otherwise, they're just, it's just going to keep happening. 
and the, the, there'll be some new thing. There'll be some some new uh, restriction that'll come out, or some uh, the the removal of some restriction, and it'll send them into a fit. And they'll never bother to ask even the most basic questions that 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 would save them all of the frustration and embarrassment. They'll just get to just get mad at the next new thing. So you know, look, they're not doing themselves any favors because by acting like this, they lose what little respect anyone still had left for them, and and it just becomes more of like just pointing and laughing at them like look at these dummies they're so they're so dumb they don't even know what they're mad about and when they find out that the thing that they think they're mad about isn't happening the way they think it is then they're still mad but they don't even know why like it's really hard to take these people seriously and and for the record men don't get uh periods so they sure don't, Charlie. You're absolutely right. You know, it's, feel, it's crazy that I have to fucking say this. <laughs> it's crazy. It's easy to take shits on the left right now. I mean, they they've been super deserving at le- lately. Yeah. But but let's take a few shits on the right for, for oh, a few yeah, minutes. Let's here. do it. So, you know, we've had some. Um, instances lately inklings that we might be seeing a, a return of the orange one somehow mm-hmm. and um q popped up in there with some new uh tidbits of information uh we have people we have seemingly you know white supremacist groups that are behind us and the the right is completely racist and uh we're of course uh going to to, to be on the the wrong side according to the media and everything um, how far do you think the right's going to go? And what do you think we're going to see as far as the orange one? And uh, what do you think about the Q stuff too? Oh man. I mean, Q, seriously, Q is back. This is embarrassing, but you know, it look, it's, it's, a uh, it's busy work for people. It, I, that's the thing about Q that bothered me. It, I knew it was fake and we knew, you know, that, that, that they did a they did a, a pretty good job of of putting like a lot of nuggets of truth in there that people had maybe never heard of. Like we knew about these things. We knew about sort of how the deep state works. But for a lot of people, this was the first time that they had ever heard about these things. And so what it did to them was it got them excited. It got them interested. It got them believing that Donald Trump has is behind the scenes secretly pulling strings to make all these things happen. But then the giveaway that it was a scam was that it was that the instructions told them to just trust the plan to just do not like, okay, it's all happening. Right. Alex Jones. It's all happening. Right. And then, and it's like, all right, I'm going to tell you what's going on. And then you tell them all these things and you go, all right, you guys mad. Okay. Now I want you to go stand over in that corner and you trust the plan. You wait, just wait. And I'm doing the Alex Jones voice, but I know Alex Jones wasn't in the queue. Um, that was suspicious to me right off the bat because I thought, well, if you're really trying to change things and you've got all these people that are whipped up into a frenzy, then do something with them. Don't tell them to go stand over there and wait. That's what you do if you're, if you're bullshitting them. If you really wanted to activate these people and get them out there and have them start changing things, you'd, you'd whip them up into a frenzy and then say, go, go do this or go do that. But they didn't do that. They told them to just sit 
and 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 wait and trust the plan until JFK Jr. came back or something. Hey, Charlie, you know? the funniest shit is I think in this newest uh, tweet or whatever they're coming out with that uh, they said everything since the election and the end of Trump has gone exactly as planned. It had to go this way in order for the plan to unfold as clandestinely and as 5D chess-like as it has. Because if it didn't, we wouldn't win. <laughs> so, you know, according to them, because we sat back and didn't did nothing. The plan is unfolding as you know, as it should. Trump yes. lost, and and Biden was was here, and he was supposed to be here. This is all part of the plan. Yes, makes sense. That's right? what you would say if you were bullshitting people. <laughs> That's exactly what you'd say. Well, you know, I lost this game because it's all part of my plan to make this go to a seven game series so that we could make maximum revenue on all these games. And you're like, no, no, no. You lost the game because you lost. You should probably want to try to win the game. Don't try and say that like, oh, we lost the election and, and Biden's in there because it was all part of our plan to whipsaw the people back, you know, have Trump and then bring in Biden. He was going to do everything. And then we we're going to bring Trump back in. If that's the plan, that's the dumbest plan I've ever heard. So, so I think the I think what really happened was that the Biden administration and the left stole the election. I do believe that, and I'm not like on the right side. I just look eyeball test. How many people were at Trump rallies? You remember? I remember seeing a line of twenty. They said that the the line of cars in Arizona for this Trump rally thing was twenty miles long. And then I saw a Joe Biden event and they had 12 seats there in circles that were like six feet apart from each other, which made no sense. And half the seats were filled and everyone was waiting for the people to show up. There's no enthusiasm. There was nobody there. And then he got 80, 81 million votes. So I don't, I don't buy that. But I can believe that they stole the election because let's face it, they've been rigging elections for forever. Like the CIA started rigging elections in 1948 in Italy. So, I mean, let's, let's not pretend like we don't have seven decades of experience rigging elections. We could most definitely do that. And I think that that's what happened. But to say that that's part of the plan, to say that this was all part of Q's master plan is, is ridiculous to me. And I think that you have to be, but, but, but again, much like when you get a, an, an obvious scam email that says, hello, fine, sir. Uh, my name is Majid Mohammed, and I have have $10 billion and I wish to depart this to you. And, and please tell me what your bank account is. And it's all misspelled. You know, you know, in, in the, the grammar doesn't make sense. That's done intentionally to weed out all the smart people that look at this and go, this is a fucking scam. If you're if you're dumb enough to believe that email and you don't catch the grammatical errors and you don't catch all the other things, you're just exactly who they're looking for. So same thing. If Q comes out, Q2, and, and says, oh, all of this was part of the plan. Yeah, all this bad stuff. That was all part of our master plan to make this happen. And you believe that, then you are the equivalent of the person that responds to the 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 email in Saudi Arabia the, from the the king, so so you you have proven you've jumped through the hoop and they've gone all right this person will believe anything so you're in the club so it's a, it's a good way to sort of figure out sort of a litmus test on intelligence to see who's actually paying attention see who can be scammed and a lot of people want to believe it you know like they want to they they 
They know that the country is screwed and they understand that these politicians are scumbags. They know the very bare minimums and they want to believe that somebody's going to come in there and save them. But look, I've got news for them. If you are the president of the United States, you are there because they allow you to be there. You are there because they want you to be there. You're not coming in and throwing monkey wrenches in anything lest you wind up with bullets in your head in Dallas. You know what I mean? That's what happens when you try to really throw monkey wrenches in their plans. As long as Trump is walking around, then he wasn't part of the... um, he wasn't part of the resistance. That's just what people tell themselves. He was the largest vaccine salesman in the country. So before everyone forgets like, oh, Trump's going to come back and save us. Trump wanted you all injected. He wanted everybody injected too. So let's, let's never, never forget that, right? Check out our friends at Linquicity Gifts. Linquicity Gifts is a metaphysical store offering natural gemstone bead bracelets, signature and zodiac, designed and made in the United States, as well as raw and polished stones, crystal balls, pendulums, tarot cards, natural crystal points, wands, and so much more. Their beautiful signature design bracelets can aid with creativity, balance, focus, and well-being. Visit their website using the link in the description or visit linguistitygifts.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your first order over $20. Yeah, for sure. Now, it, it really does seem that at the top of all this, we have like individuals that want the Fourth Reich, and then we have leftovers from this Babylonian death sex cult that are just, you know, willy-nilly put it in the butt everywhere. Do you really think that that's what we're dealing with when, you know, above politicians, above everything else, these two kind of cults, probably leftovers from Paperclip and and Nazi Germany, and then we have the other ones that are part of this kind of ancient uh, ritualistic uh, sex magic cult that are battling it out for control over humanity. I don't know. It kind of makes sense when you look deep enough. I think there's probably multiple groups fighting this out, but um, the ones that, you know, they all, they all make me nervous, but the, 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 the ones that are into like the Babylonian shit, that 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 I'll really sacrifice. yeah that really scares me because oh, yeah. there there there's there's a lot of i mean you you do a good good job on the all the ancient stuff like the stuff that i don't even know much about but you you get real deep into that and that is um i think that it's easy to be dismissive of that and go oh that's that happened a long time ago or yeah they just have those wacky rituals or anything it's like those rituals mean a lot to them and they may be talking to something that we don't have access to. You know, they very well may be doing that. They think they are. Um, then you've got like Jordy Rose from D wave saying that he's, they built their quantum computers and when they fire them up, they're, they're entering parallel dimensions and, and talking to beings there and dragging information back into this one. And you're just like, holy shit. Now, now we're talking about computer scientist type people getting involved in, in this. So I think it would be, I think it's very easy to be dismissive of that and to just go, Oh, that's crazy. These people are talking about, about wacky rituals or anything, but it matters to them. 
it's always mattered to them. They devote a disproportionate amount of time and energy into making that stuff become like be a part of, of their whole lives. And, and I, I think that those are, those are dangerous people. You know, those, those are, those are, those are really dangerous people. I, I goof on the loony left and, you know, them thro- having to throw Molotov cocktails underhand because they're not strong enough to throw them overhand and, I, and, and all that stuff. And I have a good time with them, but they don't scare me. Like I, they don't, they don't worry me. But the people that are like having the rituals and burning Moloch and doing all that stuff, those people are, are dangerous <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I think they're into some, some really, really dark shit. And that's been a cornerstone of running the American empire for hundred, you know, for the 200 plus years. I mean, and we can't be, we can't be dismissive of that and just pretend like, oh, it's all hokey. It's like, no, th- this symbolism is on all of our money. It's in Washington, D.C. It's part of the architecture. It's part of the court system. It's everywhere. If once you start to look for it, then you see it everywhere and you go, oh, my God, it was it was here all along. It was only hidden to the extent that I didn't know I needed to look for it. But once you start looking for it, you'll see all that shit. You'll see the owls everywhere. You know, you know what else about. is scary that the, the, the super far left Babylonian death cult side is in charge of like technology and growth of technology yeah. and Silicon Valley. And like you were saying, Jordy Rose, all the crazy shit that they're trying to do with merging us with technology, the metaverse. Uh, man, I had a, a crazy conversation with Ben Stewart the other day about he, he said he's doing some research into these big tech companies that are looking into psychedelic cocktails to kind of integrate with your metaverse experience because you know how they're trying to mainstream uh, make psychedelic somewhat mainstream so they're trying to make these super cocktails put it in a patch or something that you put in your arm and then you plug into the metaverse and the experience is so f- beautiful and amazing and you don't ever want to leave uh and that's what you know that's probably the future of psychedelics and technology if so count me out of both really isn't that, you know, isn't that called heroin yeah <laughs> 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 Man, I you know I just wouldn't want a part of that. I couldn't imagine like no. I, I want to be in nature whenever I'm having that kind of experience. I don't want to be plugged up to machinery and know I'm in a matrix inside a matrix, maybe inside a matrix. Talk about a bad trip. I love a good you know I I love me some psychedelics. Don't get me wrong, but geez, I don't know that I'm I'm really <laughs> interested in doing in having that sort of experience. But but I think that it I think that. Um, I think that they're they're trying to blend or bridge that gap between humanism and transhumanism, and that might be a way to get a younger demographic involved in this. They've got to get people interested in transhumanism. It's the it's the 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 uh, fourth industrial revolution. It's their their whole thing. Which you know, as 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 I did on on your at your conference, fourth industrial revolution or fourth Reich, uh, that that the argument can be made that these people are are trying to build this this transhumanist build out this transhumanist agenda, and it requires people to get interested in it. And one of the ways they're trying to get younger people interested in it is through the metaverse. But it's so. You know, it's like Minecraft at this point, you know, like relatively shitty graphics. I think Minecraft has shitty graphics and that's the point of it. And people love that. But like if I'm going into the metaverse and it's supposed to be virtual reality, it better not look like a cartoon. 
Because right. if it looks like a cartoon, then I'm out. And if you have to give me ayahuasca in order for my metaverse experience to seem real, that's a short-term fix. That's not gonna that's not gonna work. I think I think ultimately what we're seeing is that they're rushing the this plan. That feels like they're rushing things. It feels like if if you were trying to do this in the the David Icke totalitarian tiptoe sense of A to B, B to C, C to D, you know, doing it that way, you'd, you'd be much more successful. But for whatever reason, it seems like they've put, they've been put on some sort of time crunch where they need to get everything done sooner. So that's why there's this sort of disjointed push, like, hey, join them, join the metaverse. And you're like, well, I see the metaverse and it's really lame. Like it looks really dumb. Like this is, this is a beta you shouldn't let out yet. It needs to be worked on quite a bit. And they're like, yeah, but there's a Wendy's in the metaverse. And you're like, I'm sorry, is that supposed to get me in? Like, am I supposed to be interested? There's a Wendy's down the street for me too, that where I can get food, actual food. But there's a Wendy's in the metaverse and you're telling me this, like I'm supposed to be impressed. It's just, it's, it just seems, it just, it doesn't seem like it's ready for for public for the public consumption the more likely future seems to be mad max land Uh, i don't know if they're going to see their utopian metaverse where we're all plugged into machineries maybe you know maybe uh, the the everything will collapse and we'll have this major fallout and then after everybody uh, will have to plug into machinery to do something i don't know but as of now it doesn't look like uh, our financial situation our economic situation uh the uh, supply chain all the shit uh, that is unfolding before our eyes, uh, the illusion of scarcity that they're forcing upon us uh, is going to be a big deal. And I think the fallout of this could cause, this could be the start of it. This could be the start of Mad Max territory, man. I don't know. What do you think? I, yeah, th- yes. Well, we've got, <laughs> we've got supply chain issues that are being yeah. made to happen, you know, again, yeah. We're, we're, we didn't get, we did How many food get, plants fucking blew up or got set on fire? Right. Lots. Uh, this, but, but this isn't because we got hit by Corey's comet that, that <laughs> he wishes for every day. You know, like if that happened, you'd go, well, everything's all screwed up because of that thing. And you go, well, okay, well, that didn't happen. So, so now why is everything screwed up? Why is the supply chain screwed up? Oh, it's screwed up because of COVID. Really? That I don't think so. It's screwed up because of politics. It's screwed up because of decisions that are being made. California has made decisions that they won't allow uh, trucks that were made before 2010 to service any of the rail yards. And so they say, well, it's got to be a newer truck or it has to be an electric truck. And they're like, electric trucks don't exist. And they're like, well, that's what it's got to be. So all the shipping containers are, are stuck off, off the port of Long Beach and, and port of LA because of that. That's not a comet issue. That's a Gavin Newsom issue. And that's a Joe Biden issue, because if Joe Biden wanted to, he could say, well, we're taking care of that. It's done. You know, I have the power to override that ridiculous law in California. Let's make the- so a lot of this stuff is self-inflicted. Yeah, the, 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 the food processing facilities that are blowing up. I mean, look, I can't prove it, but I'm going to say that if I had to put money on it, I would say directed energy weapons, because I don't think mm-hmm. that this is happening organically. But to be fair, I don't know what the normal average number of food processing plants that just get hit by airplanes in a, in a, in a normal year is. But my guess is that two in, in one week probably is abnormal. And, and a hundred of them catching on fire, 
uh, in rail in you know, uh, trains that are filled with uh, fertilizer derailing. That's always unusual. You know, there's just a lot of coincidences that are happening surrounding f- food, food production, uh, agriculture, uh, the, the, the fertilizer needed to grow the food, the rail systems needed to transport the food, the, the ships needed to transport, like the, the, the supply chain is, is breaking down. The agriculture system is breaking down. Bill Gates is buying all of the farmland. Bill Gates has financed this Fallsbard seed vault in Norway with Syngenta and the Rockefeller Foundation. So it is reasonable for us to say it appears that there is a coordinated effort to choke off the food supply because the fast look, the fastest way for them to sort out this problem is to starve the population down to a more manageable level. And that's what I think they're planning on doing. So, you know, yeah. Uh, Have a good day. It's unfolding. Yeah. And how how much longer do you think our our dollar has, man? This is not looking to be another sustainable um, monetary system either. No, no, they've, 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 they've hyperinflated the currency. They have, um, they they have uh, just like of all the dollars that are in existence today, eighty percent of them were were printed into existence over the last two years. That is a, a disaster. Okay, that's just a disaster. We've got all of this money that has been created, which lowers the value of each individual unit. That's inflation. Uh, They said inflation wasn't going to happen. Then they said it was transitory. Then they said, well, it's here, but it's not bad. Then they said, well, it's here, but it's a good thing. Then they said, well, it's here, but it could be worse. It's worse in Europe, which isn't true. Uh, and, And it's like, Jesus, just can you, can you just take some responsibility for any of this? Again, the dollar situation, it's all government decisions. And so the question becomes like, okay, are we dealing with the most incompetent people in the world on every single issue? They got COVID wrong. They get the monetary policy wrong. They get the food processing plans. They're, they're wrong on everything. Or do you think it's possible that this is part of a massive plan to intentionally get everything wrong? Because Again, like if, if, if I just came up with this idea on my own, people would be like, I don't know, man, sounds, sounds a little crazy. But it's like, okay, well, take my opinion out of it. What about the fact that these guys are writing books telling you that this is what they want to do, that, that, that you'll own nothing, and, and, and that they're, they're, they're going to use the idea of fake climate change as a way to bring in a carbon tax. And now what do you start hearing? They're talking about doing carbon taxes. And it's like, well, like, Maybe we could read all their books that these guys have put out, Kissinger, Klaus Schwab, Club of Rome, United Nations, the books that they put out. Maybe we could like read their books and then see what they're thinking. Oh, you did read their books. Well, what are they thinking? Well, they're saying what they're thinking is that they want to get everyone together and kill us all. Yeah. That's, the, that's the common denominator is depopulation, global depopulation and a one world government. Global depopulation first, so that the one world government has an easier chance to manage this. And so we go, look, they're destroying us through vaccines. They're destroying us by spraying in the atmosphere. They're ruining the the supply chain. They're blowing up the food processing plants. I wonder if this is part of that giant plan to kill us all. 
It's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> That's what it is. But, but again, a huge percentage of the population is waiting for them, is waiting to hear this on CNN before they'll ever believe it. So they'll be the last to figure this out. So it's like, it's like, okay, well, we figured it out. If you are unable or unwilling to figure this out, then you will suffer the consequences of being the last person to know that that this is happening and, and, and you will get depopulated. And, and, and though I'm against that, and though I, I am strongly against that, I will also have to say, well, you know what, then maybe you should have been paying attention because we were screaming it. And you said we were conspiracy theorists and should be fitted for tinfoil hats while I was showing you the literature that they're writing, where they're saying that this is the plan and you're telling me I'm crazy. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent. They've been poking us and poking us and poking us with agendas for the past couple of years, you know. From and my COVID asshole to, is killing me. Yeah. From COVID to guns to Russia to monkey, whatever, to any other new thing that they're going to come out next. And you're right. Climate change is, I think, on, on that list. They're trying to get everybody to these smart cities. But I know that they could, I believe, 100% that they could control the weather, that they have, that they've been testing this and using this before, that whatever they're spraying it's not good for us and it's not good for uh the climate because it's probably changing the climate unless uh they know that we have a cyclical kind of cataclysm that that happens anyway that our sun is changing which is highly possible i talked to plenty of people do great research into the grand solar minimum and things that are naturally occurring with our climate and there's the belief that whatever they're spraying is actually to slow down this cataclysmic process there's actually theories that all of this is happening because they know something big is coming and that the population will be called anyway this is just like a little kind of setup to after that happens i don't know uh but i do know that they can control the weather i know that the climate change is an agenda and i know that we're gonna start seeing uh they're pushed to get people into the the smart cities where they have like a centralized grid and they'll probably start blaming power outages on climate change and anything they can. And if they can affect the weather and earthquakes uh, and things like that, that would definitely help their uh, their cause to, to get people terrified of the climate. Well, you're right. They have been doing they have been modifying the weather for a long, long time. We saw them use that in. Uh, I mean, they were using it as far back as Vietnam. They were doing that. They they used it on the on the Chinese on the uh, Beijing Olympics. You know, the opening ceremony. They 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 made it so made sure that it wasn't going to be raining there. They announced that the Can the guy from Canada uh, announced oh. that uh, one of the politicians when they were talking about COVID like a year and a half ago. He was saying, "Yeah, before I get into that, I just want to thank who I just want to thank the people that that sent the rain here, you know, to Canada." And everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Oh, you don't." <laughs> he's like, "You don't know, <laughs> you know, like they can make it rain if they want. They can make it not rain if they want." So that leads you to some questions like, "Well, uh, are they making it intentionally dry in California?" What's going on with all these fires? What's going on with these directed energy weapon uh, possibilities of, of, of starting these fires? So I think that they're manipulating things. I think that, uh, look, I mean, most people don't know that they don't understand the they don't understand the money that's in their wallet. You think they're going to understand how the weather works? <laughs> that they're going to that they're going to know that the CIA is on the record that John Brennan in front of a 
uh, House Oversight Committee in front of, on camera and in front of a microphone said that the CIA's atmospheric aerosol injection program has been operational for well over a decade. So like when the head of the CIA is admitting that the CIA has been doing weather modification, it's no longer conspiracy theory, it's conspiracy fact. You know, not not to say that, not to say trust what the CIA says, but it was the CIA had to admit it because it was so known by everybody else that was paying attention that they decided, well, why, why even bother trying to hide this anymore? So these are real things. Controlling the weather is part of this. It's, it's always been a dream of these maniacs because you could, you know, in battle, you could make it so that the weather was unfavorable to your opponent. I mean, it's it, now whether you could, could do that or not, I think you're just limited by the technology. But once you get to the, once you develop the technology that makes that happen, do you think these people are going to resist using it? Of course not. Of course they're going to be uh, using this in any way they can. So if the plan, once again, getting back to this, if the plan is to kill a bunch of people, they can make it super hot and not rain in the places where they need it to rain to make the crops grow. So this is a, this is, this is warfare on a level that most people have never even considered before. And it's very real. And it, yeah. it sounds like conspiracy theory, but it's very real. And it's very, it's very much happening. And, um, and, and they're using the weather against us. It's these conversations that you get into uh, weather warfare and the occult and, you know, the ritual practices of the elite. This is where you turn the normies away and, you're, you know, they look and they'll never look back at this stuff because Hollywood and the media has fed them this kind of picture that it's all fantasy. It's all fake. And when we talk about it, we're fucking crazy nutbags. Yeah. But in reality, what you see in Hollywood is way more realistic than you could ever believe. I believe I know that uh, in my heart of hearts, I believe the CIA and Hollywood had this super symbiotic relationship where they kind of uh, Hollywood will write scripts for the CIA for life, for, for ops, for, for staged events. And the CIA will help, help out Hollywood for, you know, getting movies like, you know, action movies and, and espionage and spy and, and dirty shit that the government does. And the Hollywood has been showing us reality since the dawning of Hollywood, how things really work. Uh, you know, Star Wars, the small group of people, the Republic has to rise up against the evil empire that's controlling everything and oppressing the people. And through the hero's journey, you know, people can realize this and rise up and take out the empire. But it's always like this huge war that happens. And, you know, this, these huge Hollywood blockbuster movies like that are kind of showing us where we're going they always have been but lately what's really making me like giddy and happy is because i've hated hollywood for the past long time they haven't been making any good movies they haven't been producing right. any good content it's all shit and i've been so disappointed in it i used to watch it for you know entertainment and seeing the occult symbolism and seeing the messages and the true reality but they haven't even been doing that good anymore they haven't even like the propaganda sucks now so it, they're not even getting actors that, that, that are worth anything. It's only about the, the shitty propaganda that they're trying to portray or the agendas behind whatever social, economic, political thing is going on right now. And, you, of course, the woke culture. You have to have the right people in the right roles and the right types of sexuality and all these things that people do not give a shit about when they're watching movies. But no. it shows. It shows because it's all crashed. Netflix numbers is 
awful crashing and burning everything else is no one's going to movies of course and nobody wants to watch the bullshit that they're putting out so that makes me happy that that's kind of just going by the way so i don't see any kind of redemption because uh it's people like us it's like content creators independent people who are you know making their own documentaries making their own podcasts doing their own entertainment that's what people want to see and i i truly believe that the majority is about that stuff you know yeah i have a buddy that i went to college with who is a writer in hollywood and he's written a bunch of political thriller movies like big ones and um he didn't go into writing right after college and i remember thinking like well, how do you get like the background to write these movies, these political movies? And then it, he said, well, I, I didn't go right into to movie writing. I went, I worked for a think tank for a couple of years first. And I was like, okay, now it makes sense. Now I understand why you're writing movies in Hollywood. And, and I don't think the movies he's writing necessarily that, you know, they're, they're not that like divisive but they're political and so it's like it's like he had knowledge of how things worked in a way that i don't think a lot of people knew and that that shows up in the movies and um and, and of course there are some agendas but the, but the 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 watching hollywood fall apart has been kind of a pleasure the last yeah. two years or so to watch netflix lose a quarter of a trillion dollars in market cap disappear just in this year to date, 2022. That means on January or on December 31st of 2021, the, the Netflix market cap was $250 billion higher than it is right now. And the reason why it's down so much is because they, they got woke and went broke. And nobody's interested in this. They put out cuties, the, oh, which yeah. like child porn. They've put, they've injected, um, you know, they've they've gone. Well, the the studios obviously are going woke, but same with Netflix. They're 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 putting out these these movies like Pregnant Man and things or these series and everything. And people are going click. Uh, and I remember there was a oh, guy. I wish I could remember what movie it was. It was it was like a Marvel movie. Maybe it wasn't a Marvel movie. It was a real popular movie of a series. And they had inserted something into it that was like a same-sex kiss or something that happened at, at like relatively early on in the movies. And because Netflix has this amazing ability to track like every aspect of what people are watching, they saw that I think it was like 89% of people that turned off the movie turned it off right after that spot in it. <laughs> Like right after the same sex kiss that, yeah, that yeah. And, and I'm not trying to bash like homosexuality. I'm no. just saying that, that, that when you put it in a movie where it doesn't really make any sense, it doesn't add anything to the plot. It doesn't, it's not a setup for a later thing that's going to happen. It just is there because it's part of the wokeness. And you're like, what? Like, oops, crossing off my woke thing. Whoop, same sex kiss. Whoop, got that. Now we, people are seeing that and they're going, I'm not interested in this. And they're turning it off. And that is reflected in Disney's share price. Disney has lost over $150 billion uh, just in the last uh, two years of market cap uh, after they've gone woke and, and gotten woke and gone broke. So 
there is a way to measure this. There is a way to quantify the um, lack of interest that people have for, for, for Hollywood. Actually, it's easier to quantify than anything because you can look at ticket sales, you can look at streams, you can look at subscriptions to these Disney Plus services and Netflix. They're all down. They're all down. So it, people are going, whatever you're selling, I'm not buying. I'm not interested in that. And they're voting with their dollars. And that's how you get things to change. And if if Netflix and Disney and others are are unable or unwilling to change their messaging after recognizing that it impacts their bottom line, then, then you've got a, a shareholder lawsuit against these people because their job is to they're, the board of directors, their job is to make the stock price go up. And if the board of directors is unwilling to uh, get a hold of what's going on in the corporate, in the, in the, the, you know, in the corporate structure of, of Disney, if you're on Disney's board of directors and you're watching your stock price, which is how you're compensated in these high level things, they don't, salaries, nothing. It's, you know, it's stock options and things like that. Watching stock options go underwater and watch three years of your work be essentially for nothing. Um, you have a fiduciary duty to make your stock price go up. And if you're making decisions that are making your stock price lose 65% of its value just in the course of a year, you're fired. It's very simple. You're fired. Get the fuck out of here. We will get people in. They should go to Netflix and Twitter and Disney and Google and all these places with these woke ideologies like Elon Musk is talking about. And we can you know, debate whether or not he's a good guy or not. But, mm. but, but the idea of him going in there and saying, all of you wokey, wokeians, get out. You're not helping. You're bringing this company down, and I intend to add value to it, not depress the value of it. And so, if Disney wants to continue to play this game, they're going to find all of their high-level executives out of out of work, and and they should. But but not before people lose, you know, all you know the value of their their stock portfolio because because some asshole at Disney decided that he wanted to. Uh, and we've seen the the lady who's like in charge of content there. She says, I want 50% of Disney movies to have uh, homosexuality in it. It's like, why, why don't you, what, that's weird to me that that is even in your purview. Like you're even thinking about that. How about, I want 50% of my movies to create, you know, to, to return a hundred and hundred plus percent of, of the budget. You know what I mean? I want, I want a hundred percent return on this investment. Not, I want 50% of the movies to have a homosexuality in it. Like you're fired again, you're fired. You're not yeah. doing your job to make the stock price go up. You're, you're injecting some sort of weird cultural thing in there. And by the way, it'd be one thing if everyone loved it and the stock price was going up, then you'd go, well, I mean, it's weird and shit, but I, I it, look, people like it, our stock's up, so it's here to stay, but it's not here to stay. People don't like it at all. It's reflected in their numbers and they're still doing it, which makes me think that it's part of a, a much deeper agenda. Uh, from what I hear, it's very difficult to be a white man in Hollywood and try and get casted for anything these days. And man, it must really also suck to try and be a comedian these days and tell any kind of jokes that are funny worth any kind of fucks. Uh, you know, I wouldn't want to be a comedian. I'm glad that I left the the workforce, but <laughs> me being a white dude in the workforce probably wouldn't be too good of a thing these days. No, you'd have to go in and like, uh, You'd have to go in and blackface to your job interview. 
Oh man. I mean, it's it's how about I mean, Martin Luther King had a dream that we would be judged by the content of our character, you know, and Harvard's having segregated graduations. Yeah. And you go, what what are we doing here? This is stupid. Insane. It's insane. One of the things that has been attempted and attempted and attempted for, for quite a few years, and I don't think it's going to happen. It, it happened in Australia. It's happening in Canada. It's taking our guns. Uh, you know, we've got a pretty strong grip on that, and I don't see that ever happening, especially, you know, on individual levels that, where, you know, some good old boys will, will have them pried from their cold, dead hands. Yeah. So uh, where do you see that? Do you see more attempts at this? Because that's what we've seen. We've seen these staged events trying to get people all in up in arms so they take our arms. That, that, that's, that's how you do it. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it'll work or not, but... That's how you go about doing it. You create these events. You, you either make them or allow them to happen or, or, or some combination of the two. And you create situations where guns are used to do horrible things. And then you say, see, if it wasn't, if we had gun laws, there'd be, then we wouldn't have all that. And it's like, again, it goes back to like sort of the simple argument with these, these people that aren't, that don't know anything. It's like, we have gun laws. It's the, they, they, they act as if there are no gun restrictions. They act as if you can just go to the store and buy yourself a machine gun, come right back with it in 10 minutes and start shooting up neighborhoods. Like it doesn't work like that. They have no concept. And I mean, they, they could have a concept. They could know if, again, if they invested three minutes to look into it, they would, they would understand that there already are gun laws, but that's too much work for them. So instead they just want to rail and say, how dare you? You know, we, we, you know, they're, they're, they're bringing back, they're allowing concealed carry and everything. And they get that wrong. They get everything wrong. Um, look, good luck trying to disarm Americans. I mean, good luck doing it. America loves guns. And you know what? The longer I see this insanity, the more I'm starting to love guns too. Because you, they say, well, what are you going to do? You're going to go to war against the government? No, you're not going to go to war against the government strategically. That would be idiotic. That's what the left would do because they're not very strategic. No, no, no. You just, you just get yourself prepared and you get yourself armed and you get ready. If someone wants to take you, they just, you, you just say, well, you, you may take me out but I'm taking you guys out too. So that's a calculation that they need to make. And, and I think a lot of people are saying, you know, look, you're, you're a cop. You're one bounce paycheck away from switching sides. You're going to go give up your life to go serve some red flag uh, uh, call where you got to take some guy's gun away from him who doesn't want to give his gun up. And you're going to go do that and risk getting shot. Like you need to make that calculation too. the police force, by the way, police force, not doing a very good job of getting the people on their sides these yeah. days. So, so automatically now, I think the police are viewed as the enemy, which they are. Um, and the police are going to be the ones that are going to come and try and take your gun from your cold, dead hands. So when the enemy shows up to remove your ability to protect yourself, you, you wind up putting people in a situation where they go, well, this is that moment where I have to protect myself. If I give up my gun now, I'm dead. And, and I, at least if I keep this gun, I have a chance. So I think we're headed towards a real, you know, a real dangerous time. I, I be very careful about giving up guns. Be very careful about giving up any of your rights. They want to take 
ask yourself, why did they want to take guns so badly? Is it, is it to make everything, but is it because, is it because the government thinks guns are bad? Because we just gave Ukraine $40 billion to buy guns. So if guns are bad and we're not allowed to have guns because they're bad, then why are you in such a hurry to give guns to Ukraine? It's like, well, I see what's going on here because it's, it's about leaving us in a situation where we can't defend ourselves. And if the government is trying to put you in a situation where you can't defend yourself, just ask yourself why. Ask, well, why, would a gov- why would my government that, has, that is supposed to look out for me, why would they be doing things to go out of their way to put me in a situation where I can no longer defend myself? That doesn't sound like something that someone would do if they were on your side. So then it starts to cross people's mind. Well, maybe they're maybe the government isn't on my side. Like, good, you're figuring it out. The police force, they're not on your side either. So once you've established that, then ask yourself. So the side that's the the, the, the group over there that's not on my side wants to take my guns. Uh, I don't think I'm doing that. So it, 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 we're going to get. They're never going to be able to disarm Americans, and they'll have a bloodbath on their hand if they try it. And and I don't want that to happen. And I don't. I'm against violence. I don't like guns. I've been in situations. I've I've seen some bad shit with guns, and I don't like it. But I also fully recognize that you don't want to be the the, the person in a situation where the the government. Is the only group that has the guns because when you do, you wind up like Australia and they're building COVID concentration camps for you. So, so that's what's in your future when you're disarmed. Well, man, uh, let's close on this. One of the things that I'm hopeful about is I think that the uh, reasonable, the uh, free thinkers, the uh, people who are on the correct side of history are the majority at this point. Now, I know we'll never see that through the mainstream media. We'll never get inklings of that through the people on the left or the people trying to push the propaganda. But I think behind the scenes, we're the silent majority. We're the people just sitting back and observing everything, waiting to see for our moment to say, nope, this is it. We finally stand up. Hopefully, that's the case. Hopefully, we're not being overrun by super lefty Babylonian sex cult uh, leftards. But I don't know. You know, it, it's hard to tell because they won't tell you in the mainstream, and you have to go off of like individual conversations like this. You talk to plenty of people, plenty of podcasters, plenty of independent media and content creators from across the world, and most of those people I talk to as well. And it seems that the this kind of community is is very large, and we have very similar feelings about the way things are unfolding. Do you have hope about the, that we might? be the majority in this? Yeah, I have hope. I for sure have hope. It seems the, the, the media would like for you to believe that there is no hope, that there's only, there's only like uh, two versions of the world, the, the, the right team and the, and the left team, you know, the red team and the blue team. And, and, and there's a huge segment of the population that is, is done with both of those groups that see them as 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 not being uh, representative of their ideas and their beliefs, and 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 we're, we're I'll tell you after speaking a couple times at an Acapulco, which is the largest anarchist conference in the world in Acapulco, Mexico, the 
I, le- I would leave those conferences feeling really inspired. Like there's a lot of us out there and people, some smart people that are thinking of some interesting ways to get around this building parallels, you know, structure, parallel societies and things like that, that don't, that don't ask the government for permission for things like that. So it's, it's, I, I think that there's a lot to be optimistic about. There's a lot of people out there getting away from this. Look, we're awake, you know, for better or for worse. I mean, after COVID, I think COVID either broke people's brains and they're never going to be well again, or it opened up a huge new segment of the population to just exactly how bad things can get when the government and the media get in bed with the pharmaceutical industry and, and, and plot to destroy your life. And I think a lot of people, much like after nine 11, a lot of people were like, Whoa, this seems very fishy to me. And it woke them up and they started digging into things. I think that we're in a, a, a new era where COVID woke up a lot of people and they went, this is not right. It doesn't seem right. I mean, we're getting bad information. I think the media is lying to me. I think the pharmaceutical industry can't be trusted. I think the government is in bed with all these people. I think there's some powerful people that have a really dark idea of how the world should be run. And it looks like they're in charge right now. But guess what? They're only in charge right now, right now. We see what's going on and we have to remember that we outnumber these people. And if we decide that we don't want to participate in their scams or their games or injecting ourselves or, you know, socially distancing ourselves, if we decide that all that stuff is nonsense and we don't want to participate, it ends. It ends because we are the ants and they are the grasshoppers and we outnumber them a hundred to one. And when we decide that we're not playing anymore, the game is over. So it's about dividing us up into smaller and smaller groups and getting us to fight with each other so that we don't come together and, and focus on the true problem, which is them, the predator class that's controlling all this stuff. So until we get honest about who we're really mad at, we'll probably stay sort of in this mess. But I do have, I do have hope because I feel like a lot of people are waking up to what's really going on. And as you know, Chris, like once you wake up to this, you can't go back to sleep. So, yeah. so there's more people participating. So uh, I'm interested to see where things are, are going. There'll still be insanity. We'll still have plenty to talk about on our shows, yeah. but, it, but, but, but it just might not be life or death like it is now. That's yeah, what I, mean. I, you know, I love the times we're living in. My life has never been better and things have never been more interesting and the truth coming out and people realizing it is, it's a beautiful thing to me. So I think we're in a, a very critical time in our evolution and our history. And, uh, you know, I have hope too. I think that we're, we're collectively probably headed on the right direction. Uh, although we could be on the way to getting, uh, things put in our butt by a Babylonian death cult soon. You know, we'll just have to get through it. We'll just have to get through it. <laughs> all right, Charlie, let everyone know where they can find all your stuff. Uh, the website, theoctopusofglobalcontrol.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Macroaggressions. I have the Macroaggression podcast goes out twice a month or twi- twice a week, audio format, uh, wherever podcasts are served, video format on band.video, Iconic, Rockfin, Odyssey. You can catch my group, uh, roundtable show, The Union of the Unwanted, twice a month. You can catch Day Zero right here on Forbidden Knowledge News channel uh, with uh, sometimes you, Corey, X Cube, sometimes Lindsay. We have a good, we have a good, 
team over there. Uh, we get weird. I'm getting so much positive feedback from day zero. It's really funny. Yeah, I get a lot of people are like, you guys go off the rails on that one. That is true. We, we do. That is not meant for the family yeah. viewing. No, but, uh, but I, but I, I love it. And I agree with you, man. It's an interesting time to be alive. It's, 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 I want us to get through this. I want us to get into a place where it's, it, where the, the insanity is kind of calmed down a little bit, but as a, as a writer, as a podcaster, as somebody that's watching what's happening, it just reminds me of the George Carlin quote. When you're born in this world, you get a ticket to the carnival, but when you're born in America, you get a front row seat. Yes. I love it, man. Perfect. Perfect note to end on. All right, Charlie, uh, we'll be definitely talking again soon. Uh, and we got a surprise coming up for the docu-series with you. So that'll be fun. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll see you again soon. Until next time, everyone have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow.